the blast from our past network. A DEA agent leads an elite team into battle against an international drug cartel. It's going to be like taking candy from small children. But what Agent Philip Ryan finds there is more dangerous, more devious, and more deadly than any drug. Allow me to present K3 prototype cyborg assassin. Left for dead, Philip Ryan is about to live again. Half man, half machine. Killing. His mind now controlled by a madman. You see, he works just perfect. Now, renegade agent Jack Ryan is the only man who can save his brother. You stay out of this But to rescue Philip, Jack must destroy an unstoppable soldier. Part Robocop. Part Terminator. And all Demolition Man. Cyborg Cop. Talking Back. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Talking Back, the podcast where we like to chat about past achievements in movies, comics, video games, and more. I'm your host, Tim. Co-host Dean is here as well. Hey, Dean. Hey, Tim. Fun one this week, Dean. Fun one. Boy, yep. oh boy. Yeah, I would say so. I would say it's fun. That's that's the word, I think. Yeah. We're covering a movie called Cyborg Cop. Yeah. What? And if, if you think that's just a ripoff of RoboCop, you're wrong. Oh, you're dead wrong. It's not like that at all. No, no, not at all. It feels more more like a ripoff of Terminator than RoboCop. A little bit. Yeah, okay, a little bit. Um okay, so I I'm, I'm sure I'm sure everybody's wondering Cyborg Cop? What? Yeah. Huh? What what is that? Yeah, great question. Um I didn't I didn't know what this was until very recently. You picked it. I I did pick it. That's true. Here, here's what happened, everybody. I was in the mood for a cheesy 80s movie. Uh, that's what I wanted to cover this week. That's what I felt like the feed needed. And then, Dean, actually, I remembered us talking about possibly covering Street Fighter. Right, And yeah. that, I, that was going to um, satisfy my need for cheese. So I yeah. went out looking for it, streaming. Couldn't find it. Um, but when I was looking for it on Tubi, Tubi recommended Cyborg Cop as okay. an alternative. And okay. I thought, I mean, that sounds great. Sounds good. I like cyborgs. I like cops. What could go wrong? Put them together. Yeah. It's Fun. like, it's a just, it becomes a factor of two. Right. Right. <laughs> Is that anything? Yeah. Is that something? That's uh, math. That's some sort of math. 
Yeah, if or just fa- like if you factor something by two, it gets be- it's like much better, right? Yeah, or like two two rights make a right, or something like that. Or two, two good two, things, two wrongs make a right. Oh, okay, okay. Um, two two good things is better than one good thing. Yeah, two is better than one. Yeah. Is that yeah. what you're thinking? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Oof. How's it going so far? How do you think it's going? It, a little bit like Cyborg Cop. <laughs> I feel like we just had a. I felt I felt the drop off there. I yeah, felt the people just, turning the episode off. Not quite getting our footing yet. Just like Cyborg <laughs> Cop, it took a little while to get its footing. But then once you understand, once you're in it and you understand what you're hey, in for, then you just have a good time with hey, it. Hey, stop it now. I did not feel like that. That, <laughs> oh, movie, okay. that movie had me for that movie. This movie. This movie had me from the very beginning. Yeah, this but, is so your jam, I could tell. Oh, dude, yes. <laughs> uh, this was awesome. Yeah, I guess like Tubi sensed what I was looking for. Yeah, no it, kidding. It, it felt wow. the way that I was pressing the buttons. It felt the way that I typed in Street Fighter. Mm. And it was like, no, but here. Yeah. <laughs> Check this out. Um, After seeing the cover, I was not expecting very much out of this movie. Because that was a pretty bad cover. Not something I'd see and yeah. be like, let's rent this. No. So it was very easy for this movie to exceed my expectations. Okay, good. Um, but I had a blast with this movie, dude. I am now a big fan of this movie. I, oh, okay. I'm officially coming out as a lover of Cyborg Cop. And Great. I would say if you like cheesy action movies, you don't want to miss this one. Go check it out. This has my seal of approval for 80s action movies, even though this came out in the 90s. Right, yeah. But it felt like an 80s movie. Yeah. Yeah, no, I get that. I totally get that. It reminded me of, like, the movies that, like, the podcast How Did This Get Made cover. You know, the action movies that they cover, the 80s action movies, reminded me of those movies. It's like the ones that they really like that they're covering because they're fun. You know, they're covering bad movies. They're covering movies that aren't great, but they're it's the ones that they like covering because they're super fun. It reminded me of that a bit, big time. The, uh, the outfits and, and everything in this are just fantastic like that they just do really remind me of the 80s even though i had to keep reminding myself that it was like this is 90s movies you know it's, it's early 90s but it's a 90s movie what's interesting is that there's a whole genre of movies like this like this is this is a yeah. thing this this yeah. style it's essentially a b movie right and like oh for sure the director he's involved in all sorts of b movies like this the the actors are you know some of them are involved in like these types of B movies so it is this entire you know genre that if you follow and you you know what you're looking for and it is this you can find a bunch of movies out there like this you know I'm, yeah. I'm sh- Tubi especially is great for movies like this you'll find a whole bunch of stuff you've never heard of before and is in this like vein of movie making where it's like low budget. Yeah pretty cheesy at times can be pretty campy but while this movie has those things going on it didn't have them in like a extreme way like it was very subtle it was like a pretty close mix to like an a movie with some b movie stuff going on i thought okay yeah it was yeah it was pretty b movie for me um but like a fun one. Like I, I definitely had a good time with it, but 
yeah like some of the i think some of the acting's too too bad for me to be like this is this is scratching at a level but oh, the, uh, the, the, yeah the acting is not scratching at a level uh, no. i thought the story was scratching at a level okay they did some fun things yeah there's some good things we'll get to it when we get to it but uh yeah I didn't like the way that you were shaking your head there, Dean. You're giving me like the up <laughs> the and so, down, so shake. up and down, and, like, yeah, and yeah. side to side at the same time. That didn't convince me. Of... It's like I agree, but I also yeah, don't. Agree. I, I agree, but I don't agree. Yeah, yeah. It's no, fine. Maybe... It was fine, Tim. It was fine. I think you're right. I think I'm just maybe I'm just a little <laughs> yeah. obsessed with this. Yeah, maybe yeah. the story. Actually, I think everything about this is a B. But it's yeah. at the top tier of the Bs. Can we, yeah, can that's we say fair. that? Yeah, for sure. Okay, it's for not sure, a, yeah. it's top yeah. tier B. No, I, I quite enjoyed it. I quite enjoyed this movie. Um, Big big time. I, and I knew you would love it. <laughs> like I knew as I was watching it, I was like, oh, Tim's going to okay, love this thing. Okay, so what does that mean, Dean? Why did you know I was going to love it? Sh- share something like, with me that you saw that, that you knew I would love. I'm just curious. Just this type of fun. You know, I, I think it was because everything... I, I think it's because it's not trying to be A. You know, I, yeah. when a movie tries to be A and is not that good, you hate it. Ooh, but when a definitely. movie just like knows it's B, and that's this movie, it just knows what it is. It's just doing its thing. It's it's you know showing us pretty people on the screen. It's uh-huh. showing us action scenes. <laughs> it's showing us yep. it's showing us chests, check. men's chests, half for half the movie. Check. It's just like women's it, chest. It's, it, check women's chest for the other half of the movie. Yeah. It's just um. Yeah, and, and like uh, uh, mustache twirling victims, Check. or victim, mustache twirling villains, explosions, villains that are just like so extreme. Check. Um, yeah, you love this stuff, and oh, I know yeah. you love it. This hit all the boxes. Yeah. Uh, great, great breakdown there, Dean. That is uh, absolutely <laughs> <laughs> correct as to why I love this movie. Now, here's a synopsis <laughs> for anybody who's thinking, "What okay. in the fuck is Cyborg Cop?" Yeah, uh, well, it's he, everybody, Tim. It's everybody's yeah, thinking that. It, it was us uh, a week ago. Yeah. When Jack receives a distress call from his brother, Philip, he's forced to travel to the island of St. Keith in the Caribbean. As a former agent of the DEA, Jack investigates and discovers that a mad scientist has been turning men into cyborgs and selling them as weapons on the black market. With his brother... As one of the unfortunate victims, Jack must now stop the mad scientist and save the day. So, there it yep. is. What do you think? That's it. Um, uh, great. Sounds good? I think so, yeah. I mean, it sounds kind of wild, but yeah. That synopsis is better than the cover, so... Oh, for if sure. I, if I had sure, heard that yeah. synopsis, I would have been like in even harder than I was. That's a good point, Tim. If I saw this cover, I would not click. But if I read that synopsis and I wanted, you know, this this type of type of thing, type of movie, I would click. Yeah. Now, released in 1993, Cyborg Cop was a direct-to-video movie, so there aren't any financials available. But how do you think this would do at the box office now? Not good. You don't think so, hey? Not now, no. I think it might do well. I think like yeah. the, I think people might kind of take it humorously. You don't see movies like this getting released, but I feel like people are ready to go to the theater and watch a movie like this, just like okay. a mind a mindless B movie. Lots of fun, yeah. you know, great action. I don't know, like, what do you think this movie costs to make? 
2 million, 1 million? Uh, yeah. Yeah, sure. 2 million. I mean, there's some, there's some stunts and there's some explosions. Yeah. Like there's some budget on this thing for sure. I was thinking 2 million. Yeah. That sounds about right. Like you don't think this movie could make 20 million? I don't know. Box office? It's hard to say. It's got nobody in it. And people don't go to the theaters anymore. Like for just stuff they don't know about. You know, it's like, it's weird. The theaters are just weird right now. They're in a weird space. Just as an action movie that like doesn't have like a lot, a thing to it or an actor in it that's like big. I don't know. I just, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think it would do very well. Maybe I'm just projecting, but I think if these types of movies were thrown into theaters, that would actually get me out to the theater more than these big budget mainstream things that I'm just kind of like, I don't know. Some of them are great, but sometimes I just want something different. I, w- I want to, I'd yeah. love to watch a movie like this on the big screen. I think it would be just a tremendous time. Oh yeah, it'd be it'd be super fun and and to watch with like a crowd that's just laughing along. Oh, it'd be you. so fun. Yeah. Anyways, I don't know. Like anybody who's got a ton of money, maybe consider opening a movie theater where you like throw in some B movies. Great. Now directed by Sam Furstenberg, and Dean, this was news to me and completely not planned, but he directed American Ninja. And American Ninja 2. And the next movie on our Ninja walkthrough is American Ninja 2. Interesting. Yeah, this was a nice taste of like what this director has in his arsenal. Okay, cool. Yeah. And as it turns out, he actually directed another (laughs) Ninja movie that's on our list. Oh, really? (laughs) But I'm not going to spoil that one. We're going to be doing that later this year. But yeah, this guy's got two of the movies on our Ninja, Ninja walkthrough. Awesome. Now you said this movie has nobody in it. Um, oh, I was wrong. I, I was wrong. That. Uh, no, yeah, I, I was wrong. Yeah, but you're not not for the person that you're thinking of. Okay. Um, okay. The movie stars low budget action sensation David Bradley. Okay. And great. he is known for his work on American Ninja Three, Four, and Five. And great. I am a fan of this guy, Dean. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, he's ripped. Man. Yeah, he's, he's, he's great. cool. He's cool. Yeah. All right. You tell hey, you don't okay. want you don't want that guy to be your big brother. <laughs> that guy's like the uh, maybe, best. Yeah, the best big brother material ever. Pretty much. Yeah. This is a really good big brother movie. Um, it's that's actually how it should be. That it, it, that's how it should be uh, marketed. It's just a, a a brotherly love movie. Uh, true. He is a pretty great big brother. That's true. Yeah. Anyways, I, I like him. He's a great action star. He's a great B-level yeah. action star. It's he, definitely... Uh, yeah, I'm joking, but it's definitely like when I was watching it, um, I'm like, this guy's great. It's kind of like when we were when we were, um, uh, we were watching Ninja. Yeah, Scott Adkins. And it's like, yeah, it's like, this guy's great. Like, yeah, I haven't seen this guy before, but like, so I was, I was thinking the same thing when I watched this movie. I'm like, he's... You know, he's very, he's good looking. He's, he's ripped. He's got the, I mean, his fight scenes were okay. You know, they weren't, they obviously weren't uh, a next level. They were okay. But uh, I, I was, I was thinking like kind of weird that I haven't seen this guy before. Yeah. I've seen American Ninja four many, many times. Okay. It was like one of the movies when I was a teenager that I saw and it like opened my mind to the yeah, possibilities yeah. of film. And like right. what <laughs> what's out there for a young teenager yeah. to view that they probably yeah, shouldn't sure. be viewing and is just like the coolest thing. 
and, and he like, his fight scenes are a lot cooler in that I thought. But okay, yeah. yeah. So I I was I was very pleased to see that this guy was in Cyborg Cop. Yeah, uh, cool. Very very happy with that. Yeah, yeah, he's cool. He's got this really fun style of kung fu that he does. Like it's different than what Scott Atkins was doing, right? He, very. He's yeah. doing. You know what it reminded me of? Maybe this is some of the reason I like him so much. But I used to play this game Tekken Two. It's a fighting game, and you could choose. Obviously, you could. I was going to say you can choose different characters. Like, what a stupid thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> what, what would a fighting game that In you could choose different characters be like? That would suck. I guess that's Double Dragon. Force you to be the same character. <laughs> that's every Double time. Dragon, which is actually still a good game. <laughs> but um, amongst the characters you can choose, there was a character Lei Wulong, and he was my favorite. He was the hardest to use, but he had this weird, like, thing about him where he had five or six different kung fu tech, like, styles. I should say styles that he could fight in. And whereas everybody else in the game had one fighting style and you had to do like a, a, a button combination to put him into each different style. But once you were in that different style, you had a completely new set of moves. So if you could master him, you were, it was kind of like mastering five different characters. And yeah. I got so good with that guy and people were very frustrated at me because they couldn't read what I was doing. And each each thing that he'd do, he would go into like the different kung fu stance. So this character in the game, you could switch him to like tiger kung fu or panther mm. or dragon yeah. or crane or snake or drunken kung fu. And each one of them looks different and the attacks are different. So I definitely saw that out of Bradley in this movie. He was doing like some sort of kung fu like that. Like he was taking a stance. He was kind of like lowering yeah. himself. He was putting like his hands forward, like in a claw, like motion. Yeah. I don't know what he was doing. Um, you know, it might've been a combination of a few things, but it, I liked that. I liked that style of Kung Fu. I thought it was really like interesting and kind of like a fresh take on fighting and movies for me. Yeah. Yeah. What I, what I found fun with it is that it wasn't like, it's not really about the high pace uh, quick action it's it's like it goes a lot slower but it's a lot like more methodical moves like that so i'm more looking at it, it's kind of more focused on style like you're saying it's because he's he's going through a process while he's doing it um, he goes for a lot of like leg stuff too which is like a little bit different he goes for a lot of like trying to knock out the opponent's legs to make them like fall down yeah. which is just it, i think that kind of thing happens too in you know other martial arts movies we watch but it happens so quickly you don't always like realize that like that's the main goal was just to knock that person get them off balance and knock them down but in this i i, I liked it i liked when he was going for like the different areas of the body yep now the movie also stars the person that you were alluding to that was actually right. a big star and that is john reese davies well known yeah. for his role as gimli son of gloin in the lord of the rings trilogy he plays yeah. the professor in this movie. Great job. Tremendous. He's great. He's great. I kept thinking while I was watching it, if it was Gimli, it would be even better. Uh, yeah, that would be better. Of course, Dean. Right? Yeah. It's like he was great. He was excellent. There's no no knock on him. He was excellent in the movie. But if he was Gimli, that would have been, yeah. that would have been maybe the thing I needed, in this, <laughs> the extra thing I needed in this movie to get me to your level. Yeah, I could see that. But then you're bringing some of the A into it, and we don't. That's I know not that's the, that's, that's the problem. Allowed. Yeah, that's the problem. 
It also stars a Todd Jensen, Dean, who has another recent connection to us. Uh, He was in Ninja as the useless detective. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. (laughs) And finally, Alana Shaw, who was also in Double Impact with Van Damme, and who I thought was going to be so bad in this movie. And while she was sort of terrible at times, in the end, dude, I loved her. <laughs> okay. Don't laugh. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I just funny because by the end, she'd already taken all her clothes off. <laughs> well, yeah, but, no, but I mean. Yeah. That's her best scene, I think. Um, <laughs> I think she well, is. Of course, that was her best scene. Yes. I get what you're saying. I get exactly what you're saying. She is really bad in the beginning of this movie. Yes. I think what I think the movie charms us to her. I think why we start liking her by the end is because the movie charms us to her because I'm not sure if she gets better. Um she is but I don't know. I actually can't because I I think I kind of feel the way you feel. At the beginning I was like, "Man, who is this woman? She is horrible. She she's I don't think this is how any of this should be said. I don't believe her at all." And then sort of by the end, I'm just like, "Oh yeah, they're of course. Yeah, these are our these are our heroes. They're the best. <laughs> They're the best friends. They're going to win the day. I didn't like her in her first scene. Um no. because she was like very I don't it was a very forced conversation. Yes. The dialogue was pretty bad. After that though, dude, did she ever grow on me? Now, she delivered, you know, some of her lines very poorly. There were a couple occasions I saw her fighting back laughter while she's delivering yeah, the line and right? they just kept the take. Which is fine, (laughs) but there was something about her. There was something about, I mean, well, she's beautiful, obviously, but it's not just that. It's like, I think you're right. It is the way that the movie portrayed her and not just her, but like her relationship with uh, David Bradley Yeah, for a B movie, they did a way better job than I was expecting out of that relationship. They made it fun and they made it believable. And yeah, just by the end of it, I was like, I completely changed my opinion on her. Yeah, I would I would say yeah, they did the the like when they're fighting, they did that that part good. When they're together, they did that part good. And when they did the switch from fighting to together, I didn't quite get it. Like it didn't quite get me. But that's also cuz I was still not really on her side at that point and I was like she's a bad <laughs> she's a bad actress. So maybe that's why it didn't quite didn't quite win me over when they finally started to get along. Um but I thought that the before and the after was was good. Yeah. Cool. Well, the movie starts out in a big industrial plant. And you know I love my industrial plants. Of course. I was trying to think, like, why do I love them so much? I've mentioned this recently a couple times about these industrial plants. I love them. I think it goes yeah. back to the video game uh, Nightfire. It's a James Bond game. One yeah. of the levels was in an industrial plant. Yeah. And it was this huge, like, wide open level with really large buildings you could go in and out of and, like, up catwalks and around to the roof. And it was a sniper level. So people were really, really far apart. You kind of had to use your scope and find where the guys were. And it was a really fun level. And I think that has something to do with why I love industrial plants so much. But uh, just also the aesthetic of them. Like, yeah, it's like wide open areas. You've got like just steel beams exposed everywhere in these buildings. You've got concrete, you know, exposed everywhere. It's just a really interesting atmosphere i find yep good start for sure i was into it so we meet david bradley playing dea agent jack ryan that's a familiar what? name <laughs> what heard of that jack name. ryan is this 
This is the Jack Ryan universe going on here. What's going on? <laughs> Jack Ryan? That's a person. This is the OG Jack Ryan movie. What? And Todd Jensen playing his brother, DEA agent Philip Ryan. Yeah. Now they're after a bad guy who's there holding a female hostage and calling for his mommy. Yeah. I thought it was money at first, but then it, it quickly <laughs> found out it was mommy. Yeah, right. Where's he was my like, mommy? Give me my mommy. You know, yeah. Give me my money, I thought he was saying. And he was saying, give me my mommy. Yeah. Jack wants to take a shot at this guy, but Philip tells him he's not authorized to do that. Jack takes the shot anyways. They kill the guy. And then reporters immediately show up asking, yeah. who's the guy they shot? Now, I laughed at this dude. Yeah. Um, basically, for a how fast after the shooting that the reporters pulled up. Like, the gun went off, the dude fell down, and the reporters drove up. Yeah. Who did you shoot? It's like, is this happen every time the police shoot someone? They're just <laughs> yeah. like right there, and they're like, hey, who did you shoot? Who was it? Who did the you female, do? female reporter, she just comes over, and she's like, excuse me, officer, what's the name of the guy that shot <laughs> <laughs> it's just like what what why do you need to know that i guess to report also like, what makes what makes you think we know that right away <laughs> it was a it was such a weird line like i don't it was know so weird it was very funny but i don't know why like when i was thinking back and i'm yeah. like oh i want to bring this line to the episode because it's so funny i was looking at it and i'm like this isn't funny at all there's nothing funny about this line but the way she delivers it it was yeah. she was like she was very snobby in a way and entitled oh, yeah. and it was just like yeah you know, why don't you guys just tell me his name? Because I'm I'm a reporter and I have to report on it. So give up the info. Yeah. I don't know. It was very funny. I think it was funny too because they just looked at the guy's name, like between the two of them. They had just looked at the guy's name and they're like, oh shit, this is an important person. Right. And then someone's just there being like, what's his name? Yeah. Um, I did really like uh, the introduction of our two characters here wearing their DEA jackets and their jeans. Like, oh, totally. I just thought this was so such a great look. Like, that got me right into the mode of like, oh, okay, eight, this is going to be like 80s cheese. They got their DEA jackets on and tucked into their jeans. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, what a great way to out yourself as a DEA, DEA agent. <laughs> just wear your DEA jacket. Wear your jacket, yeah. So it's like, why do you have the jeans then? Why don't you wear some like fancy pants or something? Yeah, no, the jeans are great, man. Jeans are great. You can't have a B movie in the eighties where the guy doesn't wear jeans. Hey, it's true. Scott yeah. Adkins was wearing jeans and ninja. He was, yeah, he was. Well, as you mentioned, it turns out the guy they shot was important. He's uh, some big publisher's son. That's how they tell us. And Philip thinks they're gonna burn for this for shooting that for shooting that guy. Then we see a bunch of newspaper pages that push the story along. And the first one says, a cop shot the publisher's son. Then they'll stand trial for murder. Then they escaped conviction. Then killer cop quits the force. Then cop sentenced to self-imposed exile. So I like this. Like in about 10 seconds with those paper headlines, they basically, you know, eliminate possibly 20 minutes of the movie that we didn't need to see yeah i was just gonna say that i was gonna say you get a two-hour movie if you play all that out and you don't need it you don't nope, need it especially in it. this movie you don't need it just give it that give us the headlines it was uh it was perfect yeah it was a great way to get from point a to point b very yeah. fast definitely now we see jack and philip shooting some pool with a kid named frankie 
And we learn Philip is going to be adopting Frankie when he gets back from a job he has to do in the Caribbean. Hmm. Because the DEA has uncovered a heroin ring over there. So it's off to the Caribbean for Philip. Okay. I've got a bad feeling about this. Uh, yes, that was the vibe that the movie was giving off. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to adopt this kid yeah. as soon as I get back from this one mission. I just have to do one very dangerous thing first. <laughs> one but then thing. I'll be back. Yeah. And his brother is like, Jack Ryan's like, oh, I don't know if you want to mess with those people. And he's like, it'll be fine. Yeah. Forget about it. I'm DEA. <laughs> Give me my jacket. Yeah, exactly. If he's got the jacket, he's fine. Yeah. So over in the in the Caribbean, some pretty good helicopter shots here, dude. They're flying some soldiers in. Uh, those soldiers get dropped into the water and they get picked up in a dinghy by Philip, who's already there. I thought all of this looked amazing. This is where some of my like $2 million budget comes in because yeah. they've got a couple of like really cool looking army helicopters. There's some really great cinematography here. I thought they just were making some really great choices with the camera, both with the helicopters and then with this boat ride in the water and these guys sneaking onto land. I was really excited here. Oh yeah, for sure. I was actually shocked to find out like after the movie, I didn't know before. I was shocked to find out after that it wasn't even uh, theatrical, theatrically released in 1993 or whatever it was. Like it was just direct to video. I was shocked because of how good it looks. Yep. That looks good. So the team hits land and they start making their way through this very, very tall grassy field. Loved that location. Very cool. We see the professor is spying on them on his wall of TVs back at his lair. Love a wall of TVs. I was going to say, this is a great trope. Bad guys with a wall of tube TVs. This is wonderful. It's one of my favorite things. He says, this is going to be like taking candy from small children. Yeah. Hey, man. Classic line. (laughs) That's not the right line, though. Classic, Tim. It's a classic line. He miffed it. He got it wrong. (laughs) He miffed it. You're supposed to say you're taking candy from a baby. Small children. So he's like, this is actually going to be a little bit tougher than taking candy from a baby. Right. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be like taking candy from small children. So it's like, I guess he's amping it up a bit. He's like, just so you know, this is going to be easy, but not that easy. Yeah. Small children, though, like that might be kind of tough to take candy from small children. That might be the toughest like demographic to take candy from. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It might. It might be. It might be the hardest. Yeah, they'll just grab that candy and go. They don't care. They'll run. Maybe we read this wrong. Maybe he's saying this isn't going to be easy. Right. Maybe that's what he meant by it. Yeah, maybe he saw those DEA jackets and he's like, shit, this is going to be tough. I mean, he is the professor. He probably knows more than we do. Yeah. Shit, I think we got it wrong. I think we got it wrong, dude. (laughs) Uh, So back back to the soldiers and Philip. They find this compound and they start moving in. And the actors are really into it. I was loving it. You know what these guys sneaking around this compound reminded me of? What's that? It reminded me of me doing it. Right. <laughs> like if if we if we got together, Dean, right now, us yeah. with a group yeah. of friends, and we're like, let's really get into this. Let's go sneaking around. And we yeah. did it, it would look like this. It would look exactly like this. That's true. It looked like a bunch of people who don't know what they're doing, yeah. but are really yeah. into it. And it looked good. 
That's true. Yeah, it it that is exactly what it looked like. <laughs> it didn't look like someone who's like good at it. It looked like someone who's like pretending to be really into it, but it actually like works. It works because it's it's this dangerous situation. So it works as them being like maybe a little nervous, but like But they're having that fun. That's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> it made me want to do it. It made me want to like grab sure. a like a plastic toy gun and go like yeah. sneak around. Like that's what I used to do when I was a kid. You know, when I was like 10, 10 oh, years yeah. old, I'd, you know, pick up a plastic gun from, you know, the local local Zellers or something. And then I'd go like sneaking around the neighborhood, you know, sneaking in and out of different places with this, pretending I'm, you know, Arnie from the Predator. For sure. Yeah. If you ever found a field with tall grass, I mean, you'd be busy all day. Oh, that's, <laughs> You'd be busy that's all day just day. crawling through that's that. That's my day. <laughs> I'll be back for supper, mom. I found a tall grassy field. <laughs> So the professor, this is great. He uses a radio-controlled toy airplane, and he flies it right into one of the soldiers and blows him up. <laughs> great. I was wondering what that toy airplane was gonna do. <laughs> I and knew I right was away. not disappointed. I knew right away as soon as I saw it. As soon as I saw him <laughs> flying that, I'm like, that is gonna blow the shit out of somebody. And like, dude, what is, I was thinking, what is he gonna do with that? How? What is he gonna do with that little plane and blew someone up? Great, great. I just thought that was so great. It was just right on. I want more yeah. of that in movies. How come oh, people yeah. aren't doing oh, yeah. that more? Yeah. Now that starts off the fight scene where Philip's men get wiped out and he's left carrying the last one alive off into the jungle to retreat. And this is where Dean, they encounter a cyborg. And what did you yeah. think of this cyborg in the jungle? Uh, I was thrown because I thought the movie was going to be about a cop, one of these cops that was a cyborg. So when the cyborg in the jungle was not one of the cops, I was like, oh, okay, that's weird. But then, yeah, it was uh, it was cool. I like cyborgs. Well, what did you think of the cyborg specifically? I thought he was fine. Like specifically the cyborg, I just thought it, like, I thought it was cool and fine. Like it, it behaved like I thought <laughs> a cyborg would. <laughs> He got shot, and he kept coming forward. Classic cyborg shit. Just displayed all the cyborg behaviors that you're used to seeing. Yeah, like I knew right away he was a cyborg, and I was just, I was, I'm just telling you, I was thrown. I was thrown because I didn't, I thought the movie was like RoboCop. You know, I thought it was like, okay, Okay. like, like it's going to, I'm not going to see the cop. I'm not going to see the cyborg until it's like one of these brothers, you know, that turns into it. And so when he was there, I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. And then uh, he shot, they shot him a couple times. He kept coming forward. And I was like, yeah, good stuff. Well, I think they were being clever with the name. Because I think Cyborg Cop actually is referring to Jack Ryan here. Hey, that, that fucking works. Because that's what I was going to say. He's the one. He's, he's a police, machine. He's policing the cyborgs. He's like the one who can. Oh, okay. He, he's the cop of them. He's the one who can like control them. He's the only, yep. only one who stands a chance, basically. I love it. That's where I got to yeah, after, you, after watching it. What did you think of the cyborg? Uh, I thought he looked very weird. The actor, just okay. say the actor looked. I think he. It was a good choice for someone to play a cyborg because he looked very yeah. strange. His haircut. I mean, someone just took the clippers and did something terrible to his hair, which was totally fine because it all works. And yeah. yeah, he gets shot. He walks forward. Um, I liked that he has like these really sharp fingernails, and he walked over to Philip and chopped his hand off with them. Yes. That was like yes, that, that was, was cool. good. That was yeah. good. I like that. Yeah, but pretty standard cyborg stuff at this point. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. Now, back home, 
Jack Ryan receives a package with a micro cassette, and on it is a recording of Philip telling Jack he has a bad feeling about this mission, and he right. thinks he's going to be in trouble, and he needs Jack's help. So Jack has to tell little Frankie that he's leaving. And you might think that little Frankie was a bad inclusion in this movie because normally that type of thing I find is a bad inclusion. I didn't think so in this movie. I actually like really liked the inclusion of Frankie and this weird idea that Philip was about to adopt him and, and then has now gone off, you know, on this mission and is in deep trouble. I just thought it added like a tiny amount of heart to the movie. They weren't trying too hard to make it like yeah. this really heartfelt thing, but it was just it was this small nugget and as cheesy as it was, it really worked for me. It definitely worked. It worked for me too. Um, I was I was same as you. I was like, oh man, this kid. If they let him talk, it's going to be the worst. Um, but he has he has a great line because he's afraid. He was a, he, oh he said he thought that something like this might happen um, because his parents had died. So as soon as he heard that he was going to be adopted, he's like, well now that guy's going to die. Right. It's like it's this reaction that this child might have where he's like, no, don't don't adopt me because then because you'll, you'll die. Yeah, yeah. It was so sad. Like I was actually when he said that, I was like, oh shit, that was like good. That was a good line, and I'm I'm feeling it right now. Yeah. That was good. Um, you're right, though. When he was delivering lines, man, I thought he was a cyborg. It was so <laughs> yeah. bad. So, <laughs> Not great. <laughs> so bad. But great scene here as Jack meets up with his old DEA boss at a pool hall. Jack wants to know what happened to Philip. So the guy tells him they basically had to abandon Philip. Right. And Jack gets super pissed off at that. And he like beats it. the shit out of this older DEA gentleman and all his men. Yeah. This was awesome. Jack fucking destroys these guys. Like, I don't think a single one of them landed a blow on him. He just wiped them all out. And, like, it was pretty violent, too. Like, we commented in Ninja yeah. how violent the fighting actually looked. I thought the same thing in this movie. Like, it oh, looked yeah. pretty violent. Like, pretty aggressive punches. Pretty hard I think some people yep. were taking some shots. Um, he just abused these dudes, and I thought it was very funny. Yeah, it's good. I think it's kind of the first time in the movie where you really see what Jack Ryan can do. Like, up to this point, I'm just, I don't even, you know, I don't like him. Like, not that I dislike him, but like, I haven't, he's not done anything yet in the movie, really. You know, he's kind of, he's the one who took the shot at the beginning, but then he retired and he doesn't want to get back in the game. He's like that kind of character. So you're just like, okay, yeah, he's, he's the guy. Um, but the, here you're like, oh, okay. He like can kick ass. Like this is, yeah. this is cool because in the beginning, in the beginning scene, you didn't really get the sense that he could kick ass. Like it was a very troublesome situation they were in and they didn't seem too confident about it. He's the one who did end up taking the shot and getting it done, but it still didn't seem like a very, uh, situation that was in control. Right. So I liked this moment where I was like, oh shit, like he's, he's dangerous. He's going to be pretty good. Yeah. This is where you learn he's a tough guy. He's a t he's a tough guy. Yeah, he's a fucking tough guy. And he doesn't really care about much other than his brother because he's beating he's beating up the DEA. Yeah. He's a good big brother. He's a good big brother, yeah. Yeah. So Jack lands in St. Keith's and immigration immediately calls the professor to tell him. So the professor is just extremely well connected on this island. Yeah. Anytime anything happens, he's notified. Yeah. He basically runs the city. 
So we see Jack run into this American reporter named Kathy, who we were talking about before, and they do not get along in this uh, first meeting. He hates reporters, and she yeah. thinks he's a criminal. They right. have a you know fun argument back and forth, and then they go their separate ways. A short time later, Jack and Kathy randomly bump into each other again, like maybe five minutes later. You know, yeah. I, I knew it was coming, but it came a bit faster than I was expecting. For sure. Yeah, it's right away. Jack says, are you following me? And Kathy very excellently responds, believe me, I couldn't get far enough away from you if I blew up. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. <laughs> I, I liked it, that man. Rules. I laughed. That it, rules. Yeah. That's a great it's line. Good. I've never heard that before. No, and that's good. The way she delivered it with like <laughs> such such intensity, but like bad delivery at the same time. Oh well, like that, man, that's Great the thing. Line. She's she hits everything so hard, and that's why it's like bad, but it works there. It works to hit that hard. Oh, it was great. Yeah. Um, her car basically gets stolen from here here from her here too. Did you did you yeah. notice this scene? Because if you don't really pay attention I, to it, this will yeah. pass by you. But like consider what we saw okay take me through it so she's like beside her car it's broken down yeah and this guy really quickly comes over and he's like give me your keys i can't fix this here i have to take it back to my shop you can't right. come with me and just takes off okay yeah okay well if she can't go with you dude how does she have how any idea where, where you you're going or who you even are and he did it so fast it was basically like, hey, give me your keys. I'm stealing your car. See you later. And she's just like, Bye. I don't know what's going on. And then they're gone with her car. And I'm like, oh, That's they just great. stole her car. That's good. That's good stuff. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Good move. I, yeah. <laughs> good good move, move. Guy. I did feel like something was really weird there, but I don't know if I actually was like, oh, car just got stolen. I knew I knew she was out a car now. I was like, okay, she doesn't have a car now. But I didn't think like, oh, that guy's gone with it. Yeah, well, he just took off. He's like, I can't, He's just, can't yeah, that's fix great. it here. I guess I'll just steal it from you. <laughs> now, this is where I think I really start to like Kathy. Um, she walks up to a couple people standing in front of a truck, and she's like, can I get a ride to the next town? And they're just like not even really paying attention. And she's like, okay, cool, yeah. thanks. Throws her bags <laughs> in the back of the truck. And she starts to change. In the back, yeah. like she's getting out of her clothes. She's kind of like lying down so nobody can see her changing. But those people were only standing beside the truck. It's not their truck. It was not their truck. And they walk away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guess whose truck it is? It's Jack Ryan's truck. And yeah. he was just confronted by the police and is now running back to his truck so he can make a quick getaway. So he, he hops in. He's cruising away at high speed, being chased by the cops. And Kathy's rolling around in the back, like <laughs> trying to put clothes on. It's pretty good. Uh, and he turns around and he sees her. He's like, "Yeah, what the fuck are you doing? Like, why are you, why are you still following me? Leave me alone." He's like, yeah, <laughs> I just asked if you were following me. You said no, and now, <laughs> and now you're, you're hiding in, in the back of my truck. <laughs> like, leave me alone. Go away. Yeah, please stop following me. And she's just like, "I'm not trying to follow you." I thought it was like this, just a really fun way of getting them yeah. together. You know, yeah. I thought it like worked out really smooth. It was fun for me to watch. Um, it was like, it was goofy. 
You know, it was a yeah. goofy vibe sort of at this part of the movie. Wasn't really expecting it, but I was definitely digging it. Yeah, for sure. So Jack, he goes off-roading in his truck and he's able to lose the cops. He tells Kathy to get out. She can walk. Uh, then he changes his mind and he decides to give her a ride back into town. Now we go back to Cyborg Philip. He's looking mostly complete. We've mm. we've seen them freeze him. We've seen yeah. them chop one of his arms off and put a right, cyborg yeah. arm on. But now he's mostly done. He's got like kind of like this full like cyborg looking body. And the professor is very happy with his team. And he says he wants to give them a bonus. <laughs> Great. <laughs> That's awesome. He's a good boss. I thought it was very thoughtful of the professor to yeah. want to give his team a bonus. Definitely. Very thoughtful. It's yeah. Definitely a good idea to encourage, you know, good work. Yeah. By giving bonuses. But great. <laughs> this totally didn't need to be in the movie. I don't know if I've ever heard a bad guy tell his team he wants to give them a bonus before. Yeah, I know. It's such a hilarious thing that I've never I've never heard. Yeah. Because he's kind of like, he's so he's super charismatic and he's, he's also like going to be, he's also mean to his employees like in this movie, but it's nice to see this. He, he's, he's happy with the progress. So he's, you know, bonuses, bonuses all around. Bonuses all around. Loved it. It's excellent. It's excellent. Now the professor has also heard his men are having trouble capturing Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan seems to be able to escape the police yeah. who are trying to get him for the professor. Yeah. So the professor is now very interested in turning Jack into a cyborg as well and right. selling Cyborg Jack and Cyborg Philip as a family duo. This guy's yep. very business orientated. What a great very. idea. Yeah. Sell a family of cyborgs. Package deal. The package deal. Yeah. Yeah. So basically the, the professor, he's making these cyborgs. He's selling them for $25 million a pop to buyers who, who want a cyborg. And who need like an assassin for something or whatever. Yeah. So some buyers show up here and we get a demonstration of what the cyborg can do. Um, these people who show up, they want to kill the president. That's their plan. Yep. Yeah. So they, they kind of like stage what would happen if the president was driving past in his car yeah. and the cyborg was able to get, you know, intervene. So we did, it's kind of funny, but it's kind of it's shitty fun. at the same time. It was like yeah. kind of pathetic, but the cyborg just oh, like yeah. stops the car, like kills the driver, kind of like cuts into the car. And I don't know, by the end of it, the cyborg was completely on fire. Like he had somehow got lit on fire and I'm like, that doesn't yeah. seem good. <laughs> yeah. This demonstration it seems to be going sideways, but no, they were, I guess they were just trying to show that he can be fully burned and still survive. But yeah, like after that demonstration, they had to send him back to like the, I don't know, back, back to the, the skin shop, the skin shop. Yeah. Cause all his skin was yeah. gone. Yeah. I know. I was watching was this weird. and I was like, okay, here we go. We're going to see what this guy can do. And he like jumps through the wind, the front windshield. That's his first movie. Just dives through it. And I was like, okay, that seemed a little awkward and not really efficient. And then he starts lifting up the car and it's like, okay, that's fine. But like Arnold Schwarzenegger could probably do that on his own. Yeah. And then he just like punches a hole in the bottom of the car in the gas. He punches a hole in the gas part and 
and the the professor has to light it on fire. He doesn't even have the match <laughs> to light it on fire. So it's like, were you going to be around, professor, to light this on fire? Because he didn't even do it. You're right. It was like not very impressive. And the people there trying to buy him also weren't impressed. They were like, okay, we need more. Give us another demonstration. Yeah, like the president has left the car yeah. via the other door on the other side and is exactly. now like running away. He's far, far away yeah. now. And your cyborg All you need is to destroy a car. <laughs> it, I, it felt like he was going so slow. It was like watching the yes. fire department try to get into a car with the jaws of life. Yeah. It was like, could you go a bit faster here, cyborg? Like, it's an assassination. <laughs> can we get a, a door ripping off or something? Like, just grab. Yeah. Can, can you rip the steel of the car open and just kill the president? No. He just jumps into the front of the windshield and then just kind of rolls off the car. That part was cool. I think maybe he got. It was fine. He got a bit I thought he could. Have, I thought he was going to do something way cooler than that. Things slowed down a lot after that. <laughs> after that, <laughs> I thought that that yeah, I thought that that would be like okay, that's the opening move. Okay, let's see what happens. But that was actually the peak. Yeah, it was. I thought he was going to like grab the driver by the throat and pull him out or something, and then just oh, like yeah, storm yeah. through that car, kill the president yeah. or whoever else was in that car. Wasn't too cool. I do like that they had people in the car who got killed as part of the demonstration. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of people who got killed, I like the next part of the demonstration. That's my favorite part. Which part? The part where the people that are going to buy the the cyborg, they're like, I don't know. I don't know if he can really do it. Um, let's have a let, let's let's send in one of our guys. Let's oh, send yes. in one of our guys to fight him. <laughs> and they send in Joe Blow here, yep. who some for some reason got volunteered for this. He goes down there with a gun. He shoots twice and then he just stops shooting. He just stands there as a cyborg slowly walks towards him and punches him right through the head. Yeah. That was so weird. Right like, through the head. That guy was watching what the cyborg just did. <laughs> so what was he thinking? He he went down there. He went down the ladder. He shot twice, and, and then he just up. stood there. Yeah, and he punched him through the head. I did like the punch through the head. You didn't see much, the, but the punch was great. Yeah, I just like these 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 guys who are going to buy him. Who are like, uh, we're not convinced. We're going to send our tough guy. We're going to send one of our toughest guys down there. It's like now he's dead. Now you lost the tough. If he guy. can kill our top guy, <laughs> then we're interested, right? Yeah, and then we'll pay twenty five million for a new top guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's great. It's great B movie stuff. It was great. I loved. I loved it. That was my favorite part of the demonstration. So Jack and Kathy, uh, they're sort of working together now. They've checked into a hotel, and we see Kathy come out of the shower in a towel, and you can start feeling the sexual tension in the room. Dean, I was feeling it earlier. I felt like from scene one, these two had a bit of tension, sexual tension between them. So I think that I was feeling that in every scene that they were in. So I think that built it, you know, a little bit for me. So I'm not so caught off guard when like they end up getting together shortly. Um, I just, I felt like they were always kind of teasing us with the the fact that these two were into each other while they didn't want to show it. They were. Yeah. So for me, this is the scene where it doesn't quite do like for me, it doesn't quite do the, the switch because you start the scene with her yelling at him he walks into the her room and she's yelling at him and she's mad at him and then the scene ends with him leaving the room and they were basically going to have sex but then didn't you know they it's kissed. Like, yeah they kissed they, they kissed and it's like i and i didn't know how we got from the start of that scene to the end of that scene that so for me it was all happening in that room at that time because i 
I, I like I knew like the movie's gonna push them towards getting together. I knew that was gonna happen, but I hadn't felt it yet. And when he walks in, she's still like that. She's still pissed at him, you know. She's still that way. And yeah. then all of a sudden, it's just like she's not anymore. And then they kiss, and I was like, oh, weird. Um, but yeah, I, I thought before this they do that fighting good, and after this they do the you know the now they're kind of a couple thing. They do that good. Right, and there's not a lot of time for them to like really develop this relationship. So it, it obviously it was totally is, fine. Is like, forced, it, it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it was absolutely fine, but it's just like this was the this was the hotel scene in her room where I was like, eh, I don't know about this one. <laughs> I don't know about this scene. Yeah. Well, Kathy goes to the police captain for an interview about voodoo, and that's basically the reason she's on the island. She's chasing this story about voodoo, and the uh, the police captain thinks voodoo is very real because he has nine people in his morgue. And their faces are missing. Now, nine yep. just happens to be the same number of missing American soldiers. I think I know who those bodies are, Tim. Possibly. So Kathy picks up on that, and she reports back to Jack. And he's very impressed by this, Dean. So th this is the thing. She's actually done something, like, really, really good here that, oh, that, yeah, that he's sure. on board with. He's like, that's really yeah. good detective work. Yeah. Very impressed. Things get hot. Shirts come off. And the love making ensues. The super long sex scene. So, Dean, what did you think of the love making scene? Anything you wanted to touch on? <laughs> There's a lot of things I wanted to touch on. Uh, yeah. Such as? <laughs> uh, nothing, Tim. Nothing. It was good. It was no, great. You don't want to, it, you it don't want to tackle the, the love scene here? Um. Okay. Um. I thought after the windowsill, it was over. I thought oh. after they cut after the windowsill that that was going to be it. Same. And we got an extensive, extensive bed scene. Um, yeah, it was, it was, um, okay, here's what it reminded me of. The, this scene really reminded me of the type of movie I would, when I was like 13 years old, I would go and rent <laughs> and it would be like this <laughs> shitty action movie. And I'd just be like, what is this? But like, so uh, one that comes to mind is a movie that was called like Immortal Combat. Oh, and I was okay. like, this must be like Mortal Combat, except everyone's immortal. It sounds great. That sounds cool. Immortal Combat. You get this kind of action stuff and then you get this kind of sex scene. And I'm 13 years old. And at that point, I'm like, this is the best movie ever. Best movie, best movie ever. I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> that was that was this sex scene. It is very graphic um, and kind of great. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, I'm a huge fan. Yeah. It's pretty great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't think it was too graphic, though. I thought it was it was nice. It was nice. Dean, I thought it was very gentle and loving, to be honest with you. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, for sure. It's just uh, it's a couple of hot bodies, you know, enjoying yep. each other's company. Yep. Um, I thought it was very tastefully done. You know, I, I like. I think the, so. Yeah. The, the the nice use of like white bed sheets to kind of like cover up the uh, areas they're not allowed to show. Okay. Obviously, yeah. there's some you know frontal booby nudity from um, Kathy, who's gorgeous. I mm -hmm. mm -hmm. uh, didn't mind seeing that. And Jack's got a shirt off too. If if you're into that, he's Jack he's a great. handsome man as well. Uh, I'd I'd watch this again. Dean, I'd watch this scene again. I'd pick up this scene on Blu-ray. <laughs> 4K? <laughs> Even 4K. 4K this I'd, scene? I'd pick up this scene in 4K. Yeah. 
Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. <laughs> now, next, they go to the morgue to check out the bodies, the nine bodies yeah. with no faces. And this worker, dude, this fucking worker, I love him. Uh, he should have his own movie. I'm just going to say that. This morgue worker needs his own movie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he uh, he's playing the steel drums when we see him. Yeah. Yeah. And then he stops to like knock the sticks together, but the steel drums keep playing. The music keeps going. Oh, great. I was like, oh, talented. Whoops. <laughs> whoops. Uh, that's okay, though. Uh, then, <laughs> such a great line from him as uh, J- Jack and Kathy walk in, and he says, Don't I know you from someplace? And Jack says, I've got a brother. Looks kind of like me. Maybe you've seen him. And this guy gets really excited and (laughs) he says, Jim Morrison is your brother because that's exactly (laughs) who you look like. (laughs) Awesome. What? Oh, man. Dude, this guy was great. I loved him. He had some good lines. Yeah, he was pretty funny. See, they 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 like worked me up thinking that this guy had information on Jack's brother. And that's what Jack right. thought too. Right? Yeah. He's like, "Yeah, I do look familiar because I think you're in you're in on this." But this yeah. guy's like, "No, this guy just thinks that you look like Jim. He Morris. looks like somebody he knows." Yeah, yeah. It was a nice setup and uh kind of punchline there from uh For from sure. this guy here. But the professor's men, they very quickly come bursting through the doors and they're shooting up the place. And Jack, who is the fucking man, he just takes care of them. No problem. Three, oh, so three good. guys with machine guns. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. He takes them out. He was also hiding in a cabinet. Did you notice that? He hides in a cabinet for a moment. Yeah. 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 Same Pretty as, great. Uh, same as Ninja. They did that. Yeah. At this point... I'm like thinking back to that first scene and I'm like, why was he so nervous about that one guy with that gun? I was like, he should have just rushed him and kicked the shit out of him. Well, I think it's because that guy had a hostage, like a female hostage. He had like a I knife know, or gun I know. pointed to her or something. It's just he's in such control at this point in the movie of anybody who walks through any door that I was like, I did not feel that from him in the first scene. And uh, now I'm just like, anybody can come across his path and he will destroy them. You do not stand a chance. He lost his brother, Dean. I know. Actually, yeah, it's true. He's, he's got raging. lost brother rage. Yeah, yeah. He's got he's got a direction. Yeah, that he's pointed. Don't get him mad. Yeah. So he takes care of these three guys, but then the cyborg walks through the wall, and it's it's not Philip yet. It's the uh, the one no. we saw earlier. Yeah, he's got new skin. Jack shoots him like 20 times, but no effect. Kathy runs outside and she gets captured. And it's looking very bad for Jack here as Mm -hmm. he is taking quite the beating, but he is able to electrocute the cyborg with an open wire, which shuts down its system. Yeah. Jack heads outside and he gets arrested by the police. That's its Achilles heel, Tim. It is. It turns out to be, yeah. Wire to the head is the Achilles heel. Yeah. I like when the scientist is explaining that. He's like, 
It's the, yeah, it's the wire to the head <laughs> shuts him down. And then his software erases. That's his Achilles heel. And this Jack Ryan figured it out. <laughs> we watched the scene, Tim. I don't think he was figuring anything out. I think he was just grabbing shit and putting it in his face. That was great. They're like, this Jack Ryan guy is so smart. <laughs> yeah. He knows so the smart. one weakness of our cyborg. Yeah. Meanwhile, that's not the he case. Knows. He just like saw an open cord and was like, maybe this will work. But they're Stuck just like, it in his head. <laughs> this Jack Ryan is the smartest guy. Yeah. On the planet. We're in deep shit because Jack Ryan, yeah. he knows. He erased the software like that. They have to boot that thing back up again. It's like they have to restart and write the code all again. It's like he yeah. erased the software and you can only do that with wire to the head. Amazing. I lo- Jack I Ryan it. is amazing. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. Now the professor gets the cyborg back. And it has significant damage done to it. Oh, yeah. And it could take weeks to reprogram the unit. But the buyers are coming tomorrow and have Mm. already set a date for their assassination of the president, Dean. So we mustn't disappoint them. They've already already set a date. (laughs) That's his his explanation of why he needs to get moving on this project. They've already set a date on the assassination. We can't miss the date. We got a deadline. We We can't miss that deadline. Customers will be angry. Yeah. So the professor forces his scientists to get Philip ready. Very nice twist now as the DEA boss that Jack beat up earlier is in town and working with the professor. Fuck. I like this. This was good. I didn't see this coming. I also didn't. I just thought he was a jerk earlier on. You know, I didn't I didn't think I didn't think he was going to be. I was I was definitely shocked. I didn't think yeah. he was going to be working with the professor. Yep. Now he's owed money. He's there to collect money. Yeah. And they don't tell us why, but my assumption is that he fed them the information that Philip and the team were coming. That's how they That's were what ready. I assumed as well. Yeah. So fuck this guy setting up for Phillip. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Kill him. Now the buyers have also arrived to pick up their cyborg, but when the professor tries to sell them cyborg Philip. They're hesitant. That's not what that's not what the deal was. They haven't seen him in a de- demonstration. No. So they want a demonstration. So yep. the professor lets F- Cyborg Philip loose on the DEA boss and Cyborg Philip breaks his neck. Yeah. So that's that's nice retribution right there. Yeah. Basic. Yeah. He 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 has a good line. Uh, the professor has a good line where something about. um that he that he sent him to his death, and now wouldn't it be like ironic if he's the reason for your death? Uh, right. So I like that. Yeah, that was good. Now Jack has arrived at the compound. He looks like a cyborg himself, Dean. The way he's just Man. plodding along, killing everyone. Everyone. He's incredible. That's what I was thinking. I was like, he's the cyborg in this movie. Like he. Obviously, we haven't seen much from the other cyborgs. He's the cyborg in this movie. Yeah, he's driving a motorcycle through this compound with no hands while he's shooting a shotgun and killing guys. He rides around the compound, dropping explosives in all the buildings that has heroin in it. He's sniping guys off rooftops using his shotgun. (laughs) You can't really do that. That's not what a shotgun sprays man for, (laughs) but he's doing it. Uh, This really reminded me of the scene in in commando when Arnie just like overtakes this compound. He's just shooting left to right and all the bad yeah. guys fall down, but nobody can hit him. 
This was, no one can hit him with a single bullet. This was a complete throwback to that. It was wonderful. Yeah. But Jack makes his way into the lab, which I would like to point out had an exit sign, which I thought was very funny because the professor must be worried about workplace safety. So he's got an exit sign he's, on the door. Yeah. So you know where to Great. go if there's a problem. This guy's given bonuses. He's got yeah. workplace safety on uh, the you know the foremost in his in his mind. Yeah. This is a great villain. Great villain. Good guy. Yeah. yeah. Great guy. The professor has Kathy though, and he introduces Jack to Cyborg Philip. This is what we've been waiting for for this yep. whole movie. We want Jack and Cyborg Philip to meet. The professor tells Cyborg Philip to kill his brother. Cyborg Philip walks over to Jack, but then turns on the professor and kills his men. Then Cyborg Philip tells Jack, back in action. Yes. The other Tim, yeah. this part rules. This part does rule, Dean. I love it so much. The whole movie, I'm thinking, what the fuck's this Philip thing? Like, this brother is just like doing all this stuff to try to like Jack's doing all this stuff to try to get to Philip. And we know Philip's been a cyborg since the beginning of the movie. Like this is just going to, is why do I even care? As soon as he gets there, it's going to, uh, he's going to be let down. His brother is the cyborg. Like I'm, he doesn't know. I wish I could tell him because he's going through all this shit. And I love that. As soon as they get there, like you're saying, we're waiting for the showdown. It's what the whole thing's teeing up. We're like, all right, here we go. Now it's going to break his heart as, his brother's a cyborg. He immediately says no. He immediately doesn't do anything. It's not like they have a little bit of a fight and Jack has to like be like, remember, I'm your brother. No, he immediately is just like, no, no, fuck this. That's my brother right there. And he just starts killing everyone else. I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah, it was great. You, you are, everything, you are... About, everything about me knowing that he was a cyborg just pays off in that moment because like, it is fine. He did just need to go find his brother because his brother is, you know, his brother recognized him and is, is all good. You are expecting the whole movie that these two are going to encounter each other in a fight and it's going to yeah. be a battle. And they don't do that. But I like the reason that this happened. And it's because of the bad guy where he says, like, yeah. we have yeah. to get Cyborg Philip ready to sell. And the scientist is like, it. he he's not ready. He won't be ready for like three days. I haven't finished yeah. programming him with the things I need to program him with to kind of like wipe out his memory. But the bad guy's just like, do it. And yeah. that backfired on him because Philip still had personal memories yeah. and like flipped the script. So I love that this impulsive bad guy basically screwed himself by doing it's this. great. It's it's yeah. It's an intelligent script. It's awesome. Now the other cyborg is back, Dean, and we get a great cyborg on cyborg fight. Yeah, it started off a bit slow because they're moving like slow cyborgs, and I thought this is gonna suck until there was a full on WWE style suplex. With yeah. perfect technique. And then I was like, oh my goodness, this is incredible. And through through like stairs. Yeah. Like the suplex <laughs> yeah. was through stairs. Destroyed. It was incredible. Destroyed like a steel structure. Destroyed a flight of stairs. It was so great. From then was on, awesome. I was just glued to the TV. Yeah. I was so yeah. into it. And it was a great fight. 
yeah. um th- it was good i think it also like dropped off slightly at the end i think the audio like they stopped doing sound effects right at the end of the fight and i was like oh it's weird it's weird without sound effects oh yeah maybe it was it just for like a couple seconds yeah the last couple moves didn't have any sound and it just looked like they weren't really doing anything uh, and it was so it was a little anticlimactic right at the end i was so excited i think my brain just filled in the audio for right. for the movie <laughs> probably it just kept going in yeah. my head the old cyborg remembers the electricity trick that Jack Ryan ah, did. Yeah. And it fries Cyborg Philip and itself yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Cyborg Philip tells Jack to take care of Frankie. Goodbye, brother. And he dies. Very sad. Sad. Very sad. I thought for a sad, moment but... that they might try to reintegrate Cyborg Philip into yeah. society. Uh, but it's not to be. I thought they were going to for sure. And then when this happened, I was like, oh, that's okay though. Because the whole movie, I'm like, he's gone. Jack Ryan, you're you're doing all this for nothing. He's gone. He's already gone. So I like that he wasn't gone. He was still there. He helped them out in the fight. And then he died. He died a hero still. He died cyborg cop hero. That's great. No, yeah. I don't think he's cyborg cop. I think uh, I know. Jack Ryan I know is Tim. cyborg cop. I know. They're both cyborg cop. <laughs> yeah. In our hearts, they're both cyborg cop. Yeah, exactly. Now, Jack goes after the professor who's holding Kathy. And what's he going to do? The professor's got a gun to Kathy's head. Yeah. So Jack... What, what could he possibly do? He points in another direction and screams, shit, look out. The professor sort of freezes and looks at his gun and Jack shoots him in the head. Great. What the fuck, dude? This is the old Marty McFly trick of like, what, what, what the hell? What the hell is that? And then they look over there. I couldn't believe this. He Marty McFly'd them. As a way to get out of this situation, they actually did yep. that in this movie. I couldn't believe it. And I don't know. I guess I couldn't be happier because it was so funny. It was excellent. Um, it's the It's the final boss kill. And you think it's going to be building up to something. And he just like immediately... <laughs> Hey, what's that? What the hell is that? that? And he looks and he shoots him in the head and it's over. It's over. That's it. Oh, man. It was such a bizarre sequence, but I was not I was not offended at all. No, it was so good. I'm I'm like at by the end of this movie, like all this shit is just hitting hard for me. Oh, yeah. This whole final final sequence. is so good. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the old cyborg doesn't seem to be dead quite yet. Oh, yeah. It comes for Jack who gets on his dirt bike to fight it. And Jack's or like... Or to tease it, maybe. <laughs> oh, Jack's driving around. He, like, yeah. he hits hits the cyborg's legs out with, like, the yeah. back tire, does, like, a slide and, like, leg sweeps the cyborg. Like you were talking about about before with Jack, he does, like, leg technique, uh, leg techniques yeah. on people. He did that with his, his bike here. And, and, like, he, like, did it. Like... <laughs> Somebody on a yeah, motorcycle that, took yeah. out this person's legs. Like this, yeah. this happened. It was. It, it looked really good. I think everything in this movie happened. Yeah, yeah, but like no special this, effects, I was just, bro. Yeah, it was like it was so good. It was so good. So, Jack he gets the bike up to high speed. He like drives kind of far off and then comes back full speed. Takes a jump, lands on the cyborg's head with the tire, and pops the head right off. Cool. And that thing's dead. Good move. I was wondering, how's he going to beat this thing on a bike? 
Yeah. And they decided to well, do a jump and have it land on the head and just have the head pop off, which was good. Yeah. It was good. It's good. It's good. The bike thing, the bike thing for me was kind of weird at the beginning because like the cyborg's very, very injured. He can only swing one arm. So Jack Ryan's just kind of like ducking the punches and ducking the punches. And then he just goes and runs and gets on his bike and is ducking the punches on his bike. <laughs> He's just driving by him and ducking the punch and then driving by him and ducking the punch. And it seems like a... It seems like like a bull with like a, a red flag. Right. Like it seems like he's just teasing him and he's just playing with him. But then it gets to the trip and then the high speed, um, you know, knocking off of the head. And I, I was into it after that. But I was as it started and he was just like kind of just going back and forth on that bike. I was like, where are we going with this? What are, what are we doing? But I, I was into it by the end. Yeah. Then we see Kathy and Jack back in America with guess who? That's right little Frankie one happy family and the end one big happy family that was fun that was fun man I I think I think Jack Ryan is the cyborg cop I think he's the one who's policing them he's the one who can stop them I think he's the one that is referred to in the title I could be wrong I'm often wrong that's just my opinion you're right Otherwise, the only other explanation is that Philip is the cyborg cop and he gets to be cyborg cop for five minutes, you know, (laughs) which doesn't make a good title. So and he's not even the villain, you know, he's and he's not even the hero. You know, he's just like a character in the movie. He's nothing. He's just a character that happens to be in the movie. So that can't be that can't be what the title of the movie is. You're right. It's I didn't think of it's cyborg cop like he because he polices the cyborgs yeah. he's the only one who can like but i thought cyborg cop because like he's better than them like he's a machine he just like mows through everybody um, but i think what you have to say makes more sense i don't know i mean it could have been called cyborg and cop but mm, that doesn't yes, that doesn't yeah. like flow as nicely as cyborg cop yeah but yeah i don't know yeah well that was a lot of fun i'm, I'm really glad we you know found that one Oh yeah, I'm I'm very interested in doing some more, you know, B level action movies like this. For sure, this was a ton of fun. Yeah. yeah, this is perfect. It's perfect to sit down and watch this, have fun for an hour and a half, and then talk about it. It's uh, it's a good time. And if you like, these are the types of movies that probably not a lot of people have seen. Uh, but hopefully, you want to go throw it on after listening to this because it's fun. It's it's on, you know, you can find it out there. You can find it on streaming services that are free. It's and on, it's just a lot of fun. Yeah, it's on Tubi. Free, it's a free service. Yeah. This is a great Saturday afternoon movie. Yeah. Throw it on. Check it out. Don't judge it. Just enjoy it. All right, everyone listening, if you're looking for a way to support Talking Back, there's a few ways you can do that. You can start by telling your friends about us. Share an episode or two. You can also leave a review and rating on your favorite podcast app. You could send us a one-time donation at buymeacoffee.com slash talking back. Or you can sign up to be a patron and gain access to exclusive episodes over at patreon.com slash talking back podcast. Now that this episode is over, don't worry, head on over to bfopnetwork.com and check out one of the other amazing nostalgia-based podcasts in our network. We promise you'll find something that you like. Dean, thanks for joining. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll catch you next time.
Hello everybody, I'm Adam. I'm John. And every week we are giving you a blast from our past. We are the podcast that brings you full-on movie breakdowns, TV show reviews, album reviews, top tens, and more, all from the things of our nostalgic past. So please join us every single week on the Blast From Our Past podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, however you listen to podcasts, you can find us, and we would love to have you take a trip with us to the land of nostalgia. 